IAG, the company that owns Aer Lingus, is still holding millions of euros in unclaimed travel vouchers. This is a hangover from the pandemic. And we still don't know what the situation is with Ryanair. They haven't released that information yet. We'll be speaking to Ryanair boss Michael O'Leary after eight and with us now Owen Corry, editor of Air and Travel magazine. Good morning, Owen. Uh, good morning, Anya. Now, the value of unclaimed vouchers held by IAG, how much of that uh, millions of euros can be attributed to Aer Lingus? Well, Aer Lingus isn't a huge amount of IAG's business. It's just under 10% uh, to hit you with a few figures early in the morning for figures. But Aer Lingus did about 9 million passengers last year out of 94.7 million. And that would be holding through 2020-2021 around 10% of the overall. So it could be tens of millions of vouchers. Big difference, though, and it's a very important um, rider on this, is Aer Lingus, were, uh, after an initial period of uh, disarray, as was common throughout the aviation and travel industries, they offered very um, reasonable vouchers. Uh, the expiry was not for five years. So Aer Lingus have quite a few of those used up, and the ones that aren't used up, they're quite confident that uh, people will be using them up in months to come or years to come. They also have uh, updated their website to make it easier for those with vouchers to navigate that thing of combining two and uh, they're a little bit easier on name changes than some of the other people in the travel industry. Yes, uh, how does that compare with what's happening across the industry because I presume other airlines have this problem Uh, and in particular the one we'd be most familiar with, Ryanair. Ryanair issued a lot of vouchers. Ryanair went uh, from the initial weeks when uh, they were criticised for being very poor in their response uh, to being one of the best in getting out refunds. So the emphasis probably moved from vouchers to refunds with Ryanair into the June, July, August of the pandemic. Because you've got to remember, um, at the beginning, we we didn't expect the pandemic to last so long. In fact, Michael O'Leary, Leary will be speaking to you after eight o'clock, told me with great confidence uh, this time in 2020 that the whole thing would be over by Easter. So everybody was in this period of disarray. Vouchers became a thing when it became apparent that airlines and travel agents would quickly run out of money if everyone uh, took up their legal entitlement, seven days full cash refund and uh, all the other uh, uh, compensation they were entitled to under EU 26. One, it was quite clear the whole aviation and travel world as we knew it would collapse if that came into play. It was complete disarray and vouchers became an option. One of the controversial things that British Airways did though, and they've been much criticised for it at the time and even since, is that they removed the refund option from their website. Without state aid, some of the major airlines in Europe would have collapsed and the travel agents of Ireland are still going through post-traumatic stress uh, from what they went through. Uh, Small businesses up and down the country would have failed. So what's the situation on the vouchers with Ryanair now? Um, Ryanair's vouchers had a shorter expiry term and my information is that there are very few of them out there. There are uh, my inbox and anybody dealing with consumers will get uh, occasional complaints with uh, 
d- d- Ryanair uh, okay. d- with difficulties redeeming Ryanair vouchers, but they seem to have been resolved. It tends to be a bigger problem with long haul airlines, and that would include British Airways, Air oh, France, Lufthansa, right. and also the companies that failed, which uh, the vouchers proved to be worthless. And the other issue we'll be talking about uh, with uh, Michael O'Leary is the issue of drones. We had uh, three flights diverted after another incident uh, forced the shutdown of uh, Dublin Airport yesterday evening. Uh, Can can you just explain something to me on, because Dublin Airport was tweeting last night uh, after people were complaining that the technology is in place, but the legislation is not. So they they say the anti-drone technology is there, but the laws that would allow them to use the anti-drone technology, it's not. But Minister Eamon Ryan, the memo he's bringing to Cabinet is on the acquisition of anti-drone technology. So do we have the anti-drone technology or not? Is it just a question of the laws or do we need to go out and get new technology as well? What's your understanding, do you know? You've put your finger on the problem, Anya. The uh, Dublin Airport seriously upgraded their technology that detects when a drone takes off. Now, obviously, the legislation is within five kilometres. So we have had a situation where Dublin Airport's technology was upgraded sometime last year. And uh, there have been, you know, there there have been six highly publicised incidents, but there were previous incidents as well. The big question is that this is very new legislation on the legislation slide. Aer Lingus have been very specific on this, that the legislation needs to be updated because there isn't real clear uh, direction on who has the power to um, bring down a drone that is causing problems within the campus of the airport and there is also a question of what are the powers of the airport police and the Garda Síochána. We haven't seen a prosecution in this country, we've had a couple of charges, obviously can't uh, make any Mm -hmm. comment on that, but it's very early days in drone technology, but what uh, Michael O'Leary will be saying after uh, 8 o'clock is that uh, Dublin seems to have a particular problem with this compared with even the bigger uh, international airports like Charles de Gaulle, Frankfurt and Heathrow. And Dublin Airport is also saying that a state agency needs to be given responsibility for counter-drone technology, as well as tougher sentences. Counter-drone technology... yeah, a counter drone technology is uh, th- that's where the gap seems to be. If you remember, at the uh, after Christmas in twenty eighteen, Gatwick had a series of days uh, where they had a lot of incidents. They had over a hundred drone incidents, and what tends to happen then is people go scrambling around for the technology that would uh, detect the drone and prevent the drone interfering with airspace. There's lots of people trying to sell this stuff, but there isn't, uh, while there is, what, what we have is a situation where if you, someone is detected using a drone, they can be prosecuted. But the actual uh, measures to deal with a drone incident are a drone sighting like we had last night. They don't seem to be as clear at all. All right, well, we'll have more on this later in the programme. And for the moment, thank you for that. That's Owen Corrie, editor of Air and Travel magazine. And the time now is 13 minutes.